Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is the Beeson Draft Betting Preview, presented by DraftKings. We are off and running here in Las Vegas. The NFL draft will commence on Thursday evening. This gentleman, not too long ago, was drafted in the second round by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As for me, I never heard my name called. Never really expected it. I can't tell you how fired up I am for this hour. I remember about 23 years ago, the Sunday before the NFL draft, and the anticipation, the expectation you know, almost there's a sense of fear that you have because you so want to get drafted at the pinnacle and peak of the pre-draft expectations, and you're almost afraid that you're a failure if you're supposed to go sixth and you go eighth in the first round. So I can imagine the emotions that the young men have that are getting ready. So we're going to evaluate. We're going to give information about maybe where some of them we think are going to be selected. So I'm fired up, Tim. Yeah, and over at DraftKings, a full full bevy of different options to bet on. Uh, We've certainly been talking about it nonstop on the nightcap, and we will do so here, as Sean mentioned, over the next hour. If you're just joining us, it is the 2022 Draft Betting Preview Show presented by DraftKings, a star-studded guest list in in addition to the man who was drafted back in 2000 by the Tampa Bay. 50th pick, yes, second round. Uh, We will have Michael Lombardi, a man who has made selections on draft night before. He will join us later on in this segment. The one and only Brent Musburger, legend, icon. He will have some thoughts on the quarterback class. And I actually, as a tease, he has something in 
common with Mr. King here. We'll have that a little bit later on in the show. Mike Golick will join us on the program and a look behind the counter. Johnny Avello from DraftKings Sportsbook will join us. But a quick overview of who's going to be making these selections. I know many people know by now, but let's just do a quick rundown. It's never heard for a little refresher. Number one, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Sitting there with the worst uh, record last year, 3-14. Three, three they are number one. Then it's the Lions, followed by the Houston Texans. Then we get interesting because the Jets have two picks in the top 10 at 4-10. and 10. The New York football Giants at 5-7. and seven. The Carolina Panthers, Sean. Will they select the quarterback? Matt Rule heading into a very critical year number three. They are sitting there at number six. The Atlanta Falcons at eight. The Seahawks, thanks to the trade for Russell Wilson or trading of Russell Wilson, sitting at number nine. Rounding out the top ten is the New York Jets. As you get later on into the draft, a lot of teams have moved, obviously. The Tyree Kill trade, the Kansas City Chiefs, folks, they have two draft selections. The Detroit Lions, when they tra- traded away Matthew Stafford last year, they got the Rams first round pick. The Green Bay Packers trading Devontae Adams to the Las Vegas Raiders. They have two first round picks. So as you can tell, there are eight teams who will not be picking, as of right now, in the first round. Teams like the Jacksonville Jaguars, they have a handful of picks early on. Uh, the Detroit Lions have a handful of picks. The New York Jets, four picks in the top 38. So a lot going on. And once again, over at DraftKings, you can bet on who will be the first pick, who will be a top five pick, top 10 pick, who will be a first round pick. We're going to get into all of those different offerings as the show goes on. But Sean, you play quarterback in this league. You know how important it is. And we have evaluated these quarterbacks, you know, left and right, center and back. And you really haven't wavered off of the fact that there may not be a guy in this class, worthy of a top 32 pick. Yeah, absolutely, and I like the context that you put. I do not have a first-round grade on any of the quarterbacks in the 2022 draft. However, I do think that multiple quarterbacks will be selected in the 2022 draft. I personally think that Sam Howell is the best quarterback in this class, the quarterback from UNC. Uh, And then the next group is kind of a group that some have things they do really well, some have things that don't think they do really well, but in any particular order, you're talking your Kenny Pickett, your Malik Willis, your Matt Corral, and that group, Desmond Ritter, the quarterback from Cincinnati, someone that seems to be gaining some momentum. So that's going to be one of the most fascinating things about the first round. Where do the quarterbacks ultimately end up? Yeah, taking a look at DraftKings right now, who is the first quarterback to be selected? Malik Willis, really since the Senior Bowl and then the Combine, his odds have shifted from plus money now to odds on. And as you see right there with the graphic, minus 150, followed by Kenny Pickett. As you mentioned, Sean, Desmond Ritter has caught some steam here. His odds have shortened a little bit, down to 10-1. to 1. Still looking in the longer range, longer shot range. Matt Corral from Ole Miss and Sam Howell. Uh, at 50 to one, let's start with Malik Willis. This is a uh, a young man started at Auburn, finished at Liberty, tested very well, went down to the Senior Bowl, voted by the defensive players to be the top offensive player uh, on the Senior Bowl roster. What do you like about Malik Willis, and what worries you? Well, about the Malik raw Willis? talent is elite, and I mean, when you break down how far can he throw the ball, how hard can he throw the ball, how fast can he run, how high can he jump? He measures off the charts in all of those categories. I do think there's a lot of growth necessary in actually playing quarterback at a high level on a consistent basis that he has to 
fine before he's going to be a winning quarterback in the National Football League. And that's why, in spite of all the physical gifts, I still don't have a first-round grade on Malik Willis. And in my opinion, ultimately for the best chance of success for him in the National Football League, the later he goes, the better. He's going to be in a better situation, probably a situation where he can learn behind a veteran while he picks up the scheme, gets comfortable with playing against those caliber athletes. Because, Tim, if he goes somewhere where he has to play day one, I think it's going to be extremely rough early part of the career for Malik Willis. And then we have Kenny Pickett, who is, was thought initially, Sean, to be the favorite to be the first quarterback selected. A lot of ties to him going to Carolina, potentially at six, uh, with David Tepper, the owner, being a big booster for the Pittsburgh program, and Matt Rule recruiting Kenny Pickett to Temple before ultimately he left to go to Baylor, and Kenny Pickett obviously played at Pitt. A ton of games under his belt, a lot of success this past year as we show you the statistics same question, Sean, and he seems to be that guy who's maybe losing a little bit of steam and maybe someone to look to bet a little bit over. What do you like? What worries you about Kenny Pickett? Well, I like the fact that he did everything right as his last year at Pittsburgh. 42 touchdown passes, 4,000 yards. I mean, he was phenomenal from start to finish, ACC Offensive Player of the Year. So he showed, once he really gets comfortable, that the ability to do it is there. Now, what gives me pause, especially in the first round, that was his fifth year at Pittsburgh. And if you add up all the touchdowns he threw in the first four, it only was 36. It took him to year three in offensive coordinator Mark Whipple's system before he really looked comfortable. So that tells me this is a young man that has the talent, has the ability, may take him a little longer to get really comfortable before he can really perform at his ultimate level. And that's why I don't have a first-round grade on Pickett. Well, the NFL draft, is it's an exciting time for players. As Sean said, it's, it's a bit nerve-wracking. Where am I going to go? Well, it's also nerve-wracking for the guys who have to turn that card in because the player they select may ultimately lead to their Super Bowl ring or their ultimate demise. And here at VEASAN, we have a, a gentleman who's made these picks before in Michael Lombardi. Let's hear from Michael Lombardi his thoughts on this quarterback class. Michael? Hey, Sean and Tim, let me settle a little debate for you here. Step into my office and we can discuss these quarterbacks. The one thing I've learned over my NFL career is when you have a lot of something, you got nothing. And at the end of the year, everybody said there was no quarterbacks. And then all of a sudden, through the power of social media, through the power of agents spreading goodwill for their clients, through the power of mock drafts, people that just want to put quarterbacks in the first round, we now have four to five quarterbacks going in the first round. Now, none of them have demonstrated first-round talent on the field. At some point, you've got to be able to justify a first-round grade. Everybody says he's a first-rounder. You know, Bill Walsh used to say to me all the time, what does a first, what does that mean? He wanted to translate it into words. And what it means is you're going to come into this team and you're going to be a starter from day one and you are going to be a top 10 player in, in the, at, at your position. Can you say that about any of these four quarterbacks, five quarterbacks? Can you really tell me what's the difference between Sam Howe and Kenny Pickett? Sam Howe last year at this time was supposed to be a first round pick. Now Kenny Pickett is. So the, my point here is the debate is really about nothing. I had this debate with myself years ago. When Byron Leftwich came out in the draft, I was walking around the, the offices at the Raiders saying, what's the difference between Byron Leftwich and Rohan Davies? Rohan Davies big. They're both the same kind of guys. You know what the difference was? They both couldn't play. They both couldn't play. And the reality of it is, is none of these quarterbacks are going to be starters in the draft. 
So guys, when I see you next Thursday, I'm looking forward to ending this debate and then talking about these quarterbacks who won't play next year. Folks, we have all the draft betting coverage you need here at VEASAN this week with our free live stream on Thursday night starting at 7 p.m. Eastern, hosted by Gil Alexander and Matt Brown, including guest appearances from the gentleman you just heard from right there, Michael Lombardi, Mike Pritchard, Sean King, of course, and many, many more. Plus, right now, you can have our betting guide, our draft betting guide, only $10 with a mock draft and strategies from our experts to make the most of the betting opportunities heading into Thursday. Get it now. Only $10. Head on over to vcin.com slash draft. Sean King to my left, former NFL quarterback, second round pick in 2000. I'm Tim Murray. You've kind of echoed the same things uh, that that Michael Lombardi said right there. Um, over under at DraftKings set at two and a half, Sean. What is your guess on how many quarterbacks go in the top 32? Well, my gut tells me that it's over. Just because historically teams have done this over and over again. You know, Mike talked about some of the internal discussions that he had with himself, but I don't know that all GMs, all head coaches, all owners are able to self assess at the same level as Michael Lombardi. It's kind of what separates him, I think, from some of the others. I I I I feel kind of bad because I'm basically saying someone's child shouldn't go in the first round. But at the end of the day, the truth doesn't have emotions, and I actually think it's in the best of the career for the quarterbacks if they get drafted properly. I think the line is set correct. I would lean three, but the juice minus 250 at DraftKings, I would have to pass on that. Hey, who's going to go number one? We'll talk about that. Also, Brent Musburger, Mike Golick. We will have all of those gentlemen joining us. Stick around right here on the 2022 Draft Betting Preview presented by DraftKings. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, watch Creighton, they play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton, because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team that cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds. It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. 
Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real, live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun! Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is the VEASAN Draft Betting Preview presented by DraftKings. Thanks to DraftKings for sponsoring our show this evening. And remember that new customers can bet $5 and win up to 200 in free bets when they sign up using the code VSIN. Must be 21. Restrictions apply. See full details and sign up today on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Alongside former Tampa Bay Buccaneer quarterback Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is the Draft Betting Preview Show presented by DraftKings. And we will chat with Mike Golick. Coming up in about 20 minutes, we'll also go behind the counter, hear from Johnny Avello, and the one and only Brent Musburger will have his thoughts on the upcoming NFL draft, any bets that he is going to make. So we spent the opening segment like we are one to do, and you got to talk about those, you know, overrated players like quarterback, Sean, but now let's get into the nuts and bolts of this bad boy, the number one pick. Now, last year was a quarterback. It is trending to be the first draft since 2013 without a quarterback in the top 10. But we still could see Malik Willis maybe goes number nine to Seattle. Maybe there's a trade-up. But when you look at number one, this has been a fascinating discussion for since the college football season ended. Because heading into the college football season, it was Kayvon Thibodeau is going to be number one. Then kind of up and down year. Then we started to talk about, okay, it's the Jaguars. They need an offensive lineman. Then they franchise Cam Robinson. Now, Aiden Hutchinson is the favorite, but his odds have started to shrink a little bit. The reason being, Trent Baalke, the man making the decisions in Jacksonville, loves physical specimens. Alden Smith. Everyone says Alden Smith, Trayvon Walker, same sentence, the Georgia edge rusher. So right now, the odds sitting at DraftKings, Aiden Hutchinson, minus 200 to be the number one overall pick. Trayvon Walker continuing to move up at plus 190. If you were Trent Baalke, Sean, what would you do at number one? If I'm Trent Baalke, I take Trayvon Walker because I'm trying to hit a home run with the first pick in the draft. I'm not trying to just select a guy that's going to start for me and be a solid player or a guy who he's good, but he's not elite from a physical standpoint. I'm trying to find a combination of on-field production, pedigree, 
championship ability and elite physical attributes. And for me, that's Trayvon Walker from Georgia coming off of a national title, a guy that we've seen produce on the field. Some of the things that this guy can do, you cannot coach. You have to be born with these kind of assets. His arms are extremely long. He's extremely big. I think he measured 6'5", uh, 260, if I'm not mistaken, ran 4'5", in the 40. Can you imagine a man that big running that fast? And normally when you get these kind of, I want to call them freak athletes, Tim, nothing on film makes you believe that they can transfer that ability to on the grass. And you see time and time again Trayvon Walker flash that ability at Georgia, getting to the quarterback, dropping in coverage, intercepting the ball, deflecting other passes. To me, he's the home run hitter in this group. Some other really good players, but if I'm Trent Baalke, I'm trying to hit a home run at number one, so I take Trayvon Walker. So just a, a reminder for some names that Trent Baalke has drafted, maybe a little higher than expected. Alden Smith, the one that comes to mind in 2011. Eric Armstead, very big, rangy guy, still in San Francisco. And DeForest Buckner, similar stature. Let's look at the size breakdown. Aiden Hutchinson's taller, mm -hmm. but when you look at hands, wingspan, arms, it's all Trayvon Walker. Trayvon Walker, 6'5", 272. As you mentioned, ran a 4.51 at the Combine. Hutchinson, 6'6", 260, ran a 4.74, Arms 35 and a half inches for Trayvon Walker, a wingspan of 84 and a quarter. It, that is, that's like a dinosaur. For right anyone there. that's in the boxing, Tyson Fury's wingspan is 85. So you see that jab that's way out there. That's what it's like trying to block Trayvon Walker because he can extend those arms, get into the body of those offensive linemen, and create movement. And right now, as we showed the odds, Minus 200 for Aiden Hutchinson, plus 190 for Trayvon Walker. Uh, you may have missed the boat a little bit on Trayvon Walker. I would say this. I would not bet Aiden Hutchinson. I, I would not be surprised whatsoever come Thursday night if it was indeed Trayvon Walker going number one to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Maybe the deepest position in this year's draft class and one that has got a ton of talk because of the movement this offseason and the money that has been spent on the wide receiver position, Sean, and the wide receiver position of, of players going in the first round has moved this draft process from five and a half now to six and a half. The likely number one wide receiver to go is Garrett Wilson. But do you, Sean, see some interest in a guy like Jamison Williams, who's at two to one to be the first wide receiver selected? Well, let me first of all say this. It's extremely deep and talented wide receiver class, but. Jamison Williams is the difference maker. He's the one that is just a tad bit better than all of the rest. And if you have an opportunity to pull up some Jamison Williams highlights, games, whatever you want, when have you seen a wide receiver run away from SEC caliber athletes on a consistent basis that he does? Like he has next level speed. And I know he's coming off an ACL injury, but in 2022, with the science advancements, with people understanding how to rehab, he'll be fine coming back from that injury. So if I'm taking a receiver, the first receiver that come off the board, if I was a GM, is Jamison Williams. And you've been hearing a lot of buzz that that could potentially happen there at 2-1 to one at DraftKings. You know, when you look at a guy like Drake London, um, you know, he is a possession receiver. 
uh, very productive, broke his foot late in his uh, in his junior season, so he's coming off injury. Catch radius is what jumps off the screen with Drake London. The ability for an inaccurate quarterback to find completions because of his height, size, arm length, and pass-catching ability. So once again, the over-under on receivers to go in the first round at DraftKings right now is six and a half. That was five and a half, it feels like, many moons ago when I played the over, but right now we talk about the numbers in the now under is actually the favorite under six and a half at minus 125 over minus 105. Wilson, Williams, Burks, Olave, London, all locks, in my opinion, to go top top in the first round, I should say. Do we see Dotson, Pickens, Watson, Sky Moore? How many do you think ultimately go in knowing the price tag now that goes with a big time wide receiver? Yeah, and I think that's going to put a bigger premium and priority on taking a wide receiver because the team ultimately gets five years of team control salary contract. I will say this. There's a young man I have to mention, and that's Christian Watson, the wide receiver from North Dakota State. I think he has the highest upside of any of these wide receivers. So because of that, because of the fact that I think some people will be okay with George Pickens uh, from a medical standpoint, the wide receiver from Georgia, I think – Seven guys go in the first round. Yeah. I really do. I think I think we get to seven. And Christian Watson, his number continues to move minus 105 to be a first-round pick. Over-under for running backs in the first round is 0.5. I actually played the under, but now I'm starting to get a little bit worried. There's some sweats breaking out because Brandon Bean reportedly, the GM of the Bills, loves Brees Hall, the running back out of Iowa State. Now, we've seen running backs lose some of their value. You see players like Eli Mitchell for the San Francisco 49ers, a late pick end up having a productive rookie season. So when you look at the running back position, is there a player in your mind? Is it Brees Hall? Is it Kenneth Walker? Worthy of going in the first round, Sean, based on where we live now, where the running back position feels like it's a dime a dozen? Well, to me, this is all about where you are as an organization. If you feel like you're a running back away from being elite as an offensive unit, then I'd take Brees Hall late in the first round because I think he brings a three-down capability to your offense because of his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield as well as run in between the tackles on first and second down and demonstrated enough speed. He ran low 4-4 on his pro day to get outside on the edges. Smooth runner, great balance, is going to be a very productive back in the National Football League. I will say dark horse back that I really like, I haven't rated number two, is Arizona State running back Rashad White. Has not played the position for a long time, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's a guy that sneaks up maybe into the second round. I don't think he can get all the way into the first. Yeah, and and hopefully, as for my bet, and by the way, you look at DraftKings right now, plus 145 if you think a running back will go in the first round. So some plus money there. Buffalo uh, or buses, I guess. That's what I think it is. At, 20, <laughs> at 25, I think that's the only spot. And my hope with this bet is that Brandon Bean kind of advanced analytics mind that he gets talked off of uh, of Brees Hall. So we will see. I like Kenneth Walker. I think a second-round pick could be really, really productive. To wrap up this segment, Mike Golick, uh, Mike Golick that is, coming up next segment. Um, offensive line, Evan Neal, Ike Aquanu, Charles Cross. When you look at those three, how do you rate them? And Ike Aquanu now a pretty significant favorite, Sean, to be the first offensive lineman selected. Do you agree with that? Uh, yes, because he has a transcendent athletic ability. Remember what I talked about with Trayvon Walker. You, when you're talking first half of the top of the first round, you want 
home run potential. And I think Aquanu is the one that combines the physical toughness, the elite athleticism, the intangibles. People at NC State love him on and off the field. So I think you're getting a pure potential superstar in Aquanu. I think Evan Neal's greatest asset is his versatility. He's played four of the five positions on the offensive line. He's a huge individual, 6'7", 370, if I'm not mistaken, as his weight. And then you have Charles Cross, who's very athletic, played in the best conference in college football, more than held his own. So you're going to get a guy you know is going to be a solid starter. Charles Cross right now sitting over under 7.5. A lot of buzz lately on the Mississippi State tackle as he continues to shorten those draft odds. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. We'll talk to Mike Golick on the other side. Also, where could you see Kayvon Thibodeau land come Thursday night in Las Vegas? It's a 2022 draft betting preview right here on VEASAN presented by DraftKings. This is the VEASAN draft betting preview presented by DraftKings. We have all the draft betting coverage you need here at VEASAN this week with our free live stream on Draft Night. That's Thursday, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern, hosted by Gil Alexander and Matt Brown. Guest appearances from Michael Lombardi. First round pick Mike Pritchard, Sean King, and many, many more. Plus, right now you can get our draft betting guide for only 10 bucks. We've got a mock draft in there, different favorite bets from our staff. Get it for only 10 bucks. Head over to VEASAN.com slash draft alongside Second-round pick in the 1999 NFL Draft, 50th overall, Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Mike Golick will join us here in just a couple moments, get his thoughts and some of his favorite players, maybe a better two, Mm -hmm. uh, as he will be here in town in Las Vegas for the draft, as will his son, uh, Mike Golick Jr. But the number one pick, more than likely, Sean, is going to be a gentleman who likes to get after the quarterback. Your worst nightmares back in the day. Guys that wanted to hit you and rip that ball from your hands. If you were Trent Baalke, as we mentioned before, the favorite is Aiden Hutchinson. Trayvon Walker has moved up. And now there's been a resurgence, Sean, Mm -hmm. from Kayvon Thibodeau. So let's start with him. We have not hit on the Oregon edge rusher just yet. His over-under at DraftKings is sitting at Four and a half, heavily juiced to the under at minus 165. What stands out about Kayvon Thibodeau to you? Well, he's a specialist. I mean, if you're looking for somebody in third down passing situations that can consistently get around the corner with speed, athleticism to get to the quarterback, that's your guy, Kayvon Thibodeau. The reason he's not the consensus number one selection and understanding he was the number one ranked player coming out of high school is that he hadn't consistently played the run with the same level of vigor and made a a bigger priority defending the run as he has rushing the quarterback. Also, in his time in Oregon, he's battled some injuries. So there are some question marks, and he's just slightly undersized. Thibodeau was only 254, whereas Walker and Hutchinson are both 265, 270-pound guys. So smaller frame, more of a third-down specialist, I think especially early on in his NFL career. So I think there's some limitations to him on first and second down. Yeah, we saw some significant movement on Kayvon Thibodeau last week for the number two pick. If Aiden Hutchinson goes one to Jacksonville, there are many that believe, Sean, that Kayvon Thibodeau could ultimately be the selection for the Detroit Lions at number two. So we've talked about Trayvon Walker. We've talked about the likely number one pick, the favorite Aiden Hutchinson, Kayvon Thibodeau, How about Jermaine Johnson? And just think for a moment, close your eyes and think, 
all the players that were on Georgia's defense and that Jermaine Johnson needed to leave to get more playing time. He's a baller, was phenomenal at Florida State. You really like Jermaine Johnson. And I actually have him rated higher than Kayvon Thibodeau because I think he's a three-down player. You know, he only not, he not only had 12 sacks at FSU last year, but 70 tackles. And he plays with an unbelievably high motor. He's a high-energy guy that's also a great athlete that's also – you know, the right height, weight to play that position. He's shown he can stand up, drop in coverage. Very versatile player. I think the defensive end from Florida State is extremely talented. Someone's going to get a heck of a football player in Jermaine Johnson. Yeah, his over-under right now at DraftKings is sitting at 9.5, minus 115 both ways. I mentioned he played at Florida State, Jermaine Johnson. Opening night of the college football season, I said, who's that guy? Why is he getting around so many guys on Notre Dame? And I'm sure Mike Golick, our next guest, DraftKings sports analyst, was thinking the same thing. Former Notre Dame fighting Irish uh, defense lineman, 10th round pick, Mike, back in 1985. Uh, we don't have 10 rounds anymore. So. No. <laughs> but I, I want to start with a guy that I'm sure you're very familiar with, watched a lot on Saturdays, but his draft stock, surprisingly, has been dropping. And you hear from the different draft analysts, they're saying, yeah, he keeps falling a little bit. You look at DraftKings right now, and Kyle Hamilton, the safety out of Notre Dame, is sitting at 10 and a half. Why do you think Kyle Hamilton is falling a little bit on draft boards? And secondly, do you think that's a mistake? I think it gets ridiculous. I, I, I'm this. You want to talk about something that aggravates me? And by the way, Sean, you're you're ticking me off because the quarterback position is the most important position on the field. And yeah, here you are talking incredibly well about the edge rushers, which you were <laughs> spot on about. So just knock it off. Give us D linemen something to do. Um, here's what amazes me: is you play the football season. And you get a scouting report. And then all of a sudden, the only thing players do is put on shorts and a T-shirt. And all of a sudden, they start dropping or fall, dropping or rising. Now, quarterback, I can see a little bit because you can go to the whiteboard. You can watch tape. You can get inside a guy's head a little bit. But as far as the other positions, what did Kyle Hamilton, what, what, what did he show in shorts? He ran a 4-5. So you're going to hold that against him? You know what I do? I watch tape. I watch him with that long stride closed down on place. I watch him in the NFL of today, a safety to be able to play down in the box because he's 6'4", about 215, 220, and can play on the slots and can play deep. Now, he's not a, not a freewheeler like, like Ed Reed was, you know, and I, and I don't like comparing guys, but he's not that type. But he can do enough in this NFL of today. So I, it blows my mind, not just for Kyle, but for all of a sudden, other players that get ranked highly, and then all of a sudden, when the only thing they do from February to April is put on shorts and a T-shirt, and we start going, oh, I don't know about that guy. What the hell don't you know about him? You just saw him play for the last two, three years or whatever. Why all of a sudden is it changing when, it, when after we do the Underwear Olympics? And, Mike, what's the silver lining, I guess, on this is that next year we'll probably look up and he'll be in Baltimore or New England and he'll be defensive rookie of the year. <laughs> yeah, and everybody it? will be talking about that he, he didn't run on fast enough 40, yeah. so we passed him. <laughs> yeah, it, it really does. It, it blows my mind with that. So we'll see. Uh, I, I would. What I would really like to do is look at scouts, what their scouting report is on players when the football season ends, and then after the combine and pro days of how it changes and why it changes. Again, I can see for quarterbacks, but the other positions, it, it, it's really kind of a head-scratcher to me. And we see it because we see all the hits and misses all the time, especially in the first round. 
We're talking to Mike Golick. Uh, follow Mike on Twitter, at Golick. He's a DraftKings sports analyst, uh, played in the league for almost a decade, getting after the quarterback, 11 and a half career sacks. Uh, so you might see a rookie maybe eclipse your career sacks in one year. I don't know, Mike. But uh, who are some of those? Who is your favorite guy? Because I'll just uh, – my, my caveat to that is – the, the differing opinions of Hutchinson, Thibodeau, and Walker are fascinating to me. Sean loves Trayvon Walker. Who is your top guy when it comes to getting after the quarterback in this class? I'm going to tell you, I wasn't kidding when I said the way Sean laid it out. He was right. I mean, that's kind of where I am on these guys with Thibodeau. He was all everything coming into this season. We saw him get nicked up, and Sean's right about against the run. I covered Georgia a couple of times this year calling games and saw Walker he was part of a star-studded defense, so it's very difficult to go on his sacks. You got to watch him play. I remember everybody went nuts when Jordan Davis ran a 4-8-40, which, by the way, is incredible. But I watched him from the nose tackle position running down guys on the sideline, so I knew his game speed was there. Still incredible to watch a 330, 40-pounder run a 4-8, but I knew he had that game speed. Walker, you can't get lost in the lack of stats on a stacked defense like that. This guy is versatile. He can play inside on the rush. He can play outside at end as well. I love him. I am a big fan of his. Aiden Hutchinson as well for the way he can play the run as well in the nonstop motor. And you guys mentioned Johnson in the game he had against Notre Dame right out of the gate. Now, Notre Dame's O-line was certainly a, a revamped O-line, but that take nothing away from Jermaine Johnson and what he can do. Um, I, I, I'm – I. I because I saw him play more than a few times, you know, when you call a game, you watch a lot of tape. I saw a lot of Trayvon Walker. I really do like him. I would put it between him and Hutchinson as far as being that top guy. I think it's going to be Hutchinson. I think that's where they're going to go. Jacksonville has their two tackles. You're not going to take an interior lineman. Uh, they brought one in Sheriff from Washington. You're not going to take one that high. So I think it'll be the edge, and I think it'll be uh, Hutchinson. You know, Mike, right quickly, I thought the kid from USC, Drake Jackson, is, is a guy that two years from now people could really, really yeah. wonder how he fell into the second round. The tough eval I had was George Kofloftis from Purdue. What's your opinion right. on the Purdue defensive end? I, You know what? I'm – I, I know he got a lot of a lot of love. I'm not as high on him as other people. I'm really not. I, I, I've watched more than a bit of game tape on him. Um, I, I, obviously, he's got a motor and moves and makes some plays, but I, I would be a little careful as how high I would take that guy. I, I'm a I'm a little, little I'm a little suspect there as far as far as a high draft pick is concerned. He is Mike Golick. Spent about a decade in the league at Golick on Twitter. He's our sports analyst. Uh, for DraftKings. Hey, Mike, great stuff. We'll see you here in Vegas. Oh, you'll see me at a blackjack table. <laughs> great talking to you, Mike. And I'll say one thing before we go to break. George Karloftis out of Purdue, Sean, he's been one of those guys you've started to see the market move against him. He's now moving a little bit down, and a play that I do have in pocket available at DraftKings I think he goes past 19 and a half. That's where George Karloftis sits. I think he sees a little bit of a fall uh, in the yeah, draft. I actually took him out of my first round. Yeah. Um, I just think Drake Jacks from USC, Arnold Ikabiti from uh, Penn State. He's rising too. Transferred from Clemson. I think their upside is a little 
greater than uh, Carl Loftus. Well, the upside of the cornerback position is pretty intriguing, especially at top. Could we see two in the top 10? Maybe even two in the top five? We'll talk cornerbacks. And what does Brent Musburger think of this year's quarterback class? Don't go anywhere. Much more to come on the 2022 Draft Betting Preview presented by DraftKings. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my That's my CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free this is the beeson draft betting preview presented by DraftKings. Thanks again to DraftKings for sponsoring our show this evening. And remember that new customers can bet $5 and win up to $200 in free bets when they sign up using code VSIN. 
Must be 21. Restrictions apply. See full details and sign up today on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Alongside second round pick from 1999, Sean King. I am Tim Murray. It is our draft betting preview show presented by DraftKings. We will talk to the sportsbook director at DraftKings Sportsbook here momentarily, Johnny Avello. But before we do that, the cornerback position, a very valuable one. Not too long ago, we saw a uh, a third overall pick be uh, sent on a cornerback for the Detroit Lions there. Uh, They're picking second. Would it stun you, Sean, if Sauce Gardner, Derek Stingley, went as high as number two in this year's draft. It would not surprise me if Sauce Gartner was the number one pick of the draft to the Jacksonville Jaguars because I think he's that good. To me, Derek Stingley inside the top ten, I think there's a lot of risk attached to that. Now, the upside is tremendous because as a freshman at LSU, he probably was as good of a prospect as we've seen, and that says a lot considering the DBs that LSU has put into the National Football League. Subsequent... Next two years, not as dominant, not as consistent. Then coming off of a Liz Frank injury to his foot, I just think there's a little risk with the LSU defensive back. Hopefully he overcomes it. I still think he goes on to have a great NFL career. I'm just saying if I was in the top 10, there would be some concern for me. Yeah, serious buzz and movement uh, when it comes to Derek Stingley's uh, odds where he is now down as at nine and a half over under uh, at DraftKings uh, is Derek Stingley. Some thoughts, maybe even top five possibility for Stingley and Ahmad Sauce Gardner out of Cincinnati, Sean. He has his odds have, have moved tremendously over this draft process. He's now sitting at five and a half. It wasn't that long ago. You could get plus money for him to go top five. I think he's a top five pick. I think Stingley's a top 10. And before we bring in Johnny Avello, what are your thoughts on Trent McDuffie, the corner out of Washington? His over-under sitting at 17 and a half. I think if the dominoes fall like I anticipate them to do, Sauce Gardner top five, Stingley top 10. I think of Minnesota at 12, a Houston at 13, if they don't draft Sauce Gardner, those could be potential landing spots for a guy like Trent McDuffie. A mixed signals. And uh, just to reemphasize the Sauce Gardner, I talked to four defensive coordinators, and they had him as the number one rated defender, defensive player on the entire board, regardless of position. Trent McDuffie, I've heard mixed things about some guys, D coordinators, DB coaches, they like him, don't love him. Some guys think, I, I would love him, but not in the first round. So he'll be interesting for me as to where he goes, because as you said, he is uh, solidified himself yeah. as the third corner in this class. So if you see Stingley and Sauce Gartner go in the top 10, does a team like Minnesota, who's desperate for a number one caliber cornerback, go the route of McDuffie? And Andrew Booth from Clemson, some thoughts maybe trending down a little bit just because of injury concerns. I think he's had a a sports hernia surgery, so uh, he's one to keep an eye on. Does he fall out of the first round? Well, a gentleman who has to keep eyes on all of this as uh, DraftKings has had uh, just a tremendous amount of offerings uh, throughout the draft process. Uh, It is Johnny Avello, who we always love talking to. Mr. Avello, we appreciate the time as always. Uh, Let's start with the number one pick overall. Uh, How much movement have you guys have seen? Because you guys have had this up there at DraftKings for a long time. I don't know how many different favorites you've had, but now you sit with Aiden Hutchinson. So how has the market moved uh, with that number one overall prop that you've had up at DraftKings? Kings for quite some time. Yeah, Thibodeau was, uh, you know, our favorite for a while. He's kind of faded away. Uh, I can tell you where the where the money splits are on this. Uh, Neil actually is the top uh, guy as far as money. 
Hutchison second, Kanu uh, uh, 20% of the money, and then Walker at 18. Now, guys, one guy you mentioned was Derek Stingley Jr. Um, he is our top for the third pick. Uh, he is actually the top money getter. Now, he's, uh, his, you know, there were some pretty good odds for him out there, but uh, interesting how he has taken quite a bit of money to be the third pick overall. Yeah, there was a lot of movement this week with Derek Stingley uh, moving up. You know, some rumors out there that Houston really liked him. So uh, interesting to see with all of that. Johnny, when it comes to the quarterback market first to be selected, uh, it wasn't that long ago before the combine and before the senior bowl. Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh was your favorite at DraftKings. Then we saw it flip. Uh, right now, Malik Willis still remains the favorite. So what has the, uh, the breakdown been for that first quarterback selected market? It's only it's a two guy race, according to our betters. Uh, and I believe that to be true, too. I think we all do. Um, Willis has taken over 55 percent of the money on this now and pick it about 22 percent. Uh, now, you know, we've still got a ways to go yet, but I don't think that's going to change much. Uh, and so they just believe that Willis is the guy. Now, I, you know, I'm, I think we've all been reading the same stuff where Seattle may, uh, you know, jump up a few picks here to try to grab a quarterback. And I think Willis probably fits them best of all. Would you agree? Yeah, I, w I would agree with that. Um, and it, it feels like as we get closer and closer to this draft, uh, it is uh, Malik Willis kind of getting that buzz, that push here. Hey, Johnny, before we let you run, I think it's important because people, you know, coming to Vegas for the draft uh, need to know the state rules. So DraftKings, obviously not available to be bet in the state of Nevada, but in plenty other jurisdictions. Uh, just give us a, a quick rundown of the states that you're aware of and you know when things have to come down. Because here in the state of Nevada, come 4 p.m. Pacific time on Wednesday, everything's off the board. You can't bet the NFL draft anymore. So uh, let people know some of the, 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 the rules and regulations heading into betting the draft. I don't like that rule at all for Nevada. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I wish the guys would have went and spoke to the game and control board to get that changed, especially this year when everybody's coming to town and thinking they're going to be able to bet this to find out that they're, it was closed 24 hours prior. For us at DraftKings, uh, in most states, uh, you know, and actually all states, you can bet it right up until the draft starts. Now, there are some states uh, and I'm still trying to round up that number. I can let you guys know on that tomorrow. We're going to do uh, in-game wagering, in-play wagering. <laughs> oh, uh, that's available in some states, not all states. But all states are allowing you to bet it right up until post-time of the draft itself. Johnny, you're the best. We always appreciate it and Great enjoy stuff, the Johnny. draft. Thank you much, guys. I know I'll talk to you before then. From one legend, Johnny Avello. One of the kings from behind the counter to another, the one and only Brent Musburger. And Brent, Sean, has some thoughts on what to expect during the draft. And I think a, a similar mindset when it comes to his favorite quarterback. Let's hear from the one and only Brent Musburger. Yep, most discussed and written about sporting event upcoming, the NFL draft. It all starts next Thursday, as you're all well aware, in Las Vegas. But what's amazing about this draft is that there's not a, a glamorous quarterback waiting to be the top pick. No, there's no Trevor Lawrence. There's no Joe Burrow. There's no Kyler Murray. There's no Baker Mayfield. In fact, the over-under at DraftKings for quarterbacks selected in the first round is two and a half. 
And from what I hear, you should be betting the under, if you know what I mean. But we don't have the glamorous quarterbacks that we normally have. But still, the public cannot get enough of the NFL draft. They can't wait to see who their favorite team is going to pick. And, of course, with the first pick, their favorite team is always headed to the Super Bowl, if you, if you know what I mean. And, uh, in fact, the buzz around the NFL, the inside buzz, is that the first quarterback drafted, believe it or not, might wind up being Sam Howell from North Carolina. That's right. He went into the year as a top-ranked quarterback, and then he slipped because he did not have a good junior year for the Tar Heels. So, so we'll have to see. But there's nothing quite like the excitement of the National Football League draft. And folks, we have we have all the betting coverage you need here at VEASAN this week with our free live stream on Thursday night starting at 7 p.m. hosted by Gil Alexander and Matt Brown, including guest appearances from former NFL GM Mike Lombardi, a first-round pick in Mike Pritchard, of course, my partner in crime, Sean King, and many, many more. Uh, get our draft betting guide, only 10 bucks. VEASAN.com slash slash draft. So only a minute to go. Uh, Mr. Musburger thinking possibility Sam Howell is the first quarterback selected. You really like Sam Howell. I do. He's my number one quarterback. And listen, when the GOAT speaks, I listen. <laughs> as soon as the show's over, I'm going find Sam Howell to be the first quarterback selected. I do not want to miss this because I know that he's the best quarterback in this draft. Well, if, if you believe in that, how about this? 40 to 1 at DraftKings, Sam Howell is the first quarterback selected. 25 to 1, that he's the second quarterback selected. And I'll give you one that's pretty intriguing. How about plus 550, that Sam Howell is the third quarterback selected? I do believe that Desmond Ritter is a ultimately goes in the first round. He may not have a first round grade, but that seems to be the buzz in the league. I think Desmond Ritter yeah. is a first round. It's going to be fascinating, round. man. Good luck to all the young men and their families. Enjoy it. Find a way to really appreciate this opportunity. Well, thank you to Brent Musburger, Michael Lombardi, Mike Golick, and Johnny Avello. Thanks to Brian Rogers and all the production crew. For Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? 
Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.